This podcast was recorded on May 7, 2019. In this podcast, I talk with Tommy Ryan, the president of Three Will, about why we moved off of Slack and over to Office 365. This podcast will be great for you if you're in the initial stages of trying to figure out uh, how and why you should move from Slack over to Office 365. Hi, and welcome to the Work Together Better podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan. This is Three Wheels' official podcast about enterprise collaboration, how people, process, and technology combine to help organizations, departments, and teams work together better. Hello, and welcome to the Work Together Better podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan. I'm here with the other host, Tommy Ryan. How are you doing, Tom? I'm doing well, Danny. It's a great right. day. It's, it's springtime. It's beautiful outside. Things are blooming. Yes. Yes, it's wonderful. It's, uh, it, was, it was a beautiful day today. I'm looking forward to get out uh, later on as well. Um, so today we wanted to get together. The last couple of weeks we've been um, getting together to talk about uh, migrating off of different platforms and into Office 365. And today um, wanted to talk to you about Slack. And uh, to get us started here, I know we had some experience where we're using Slack internally and, and migrating off ourselves. Maybe a, a, the best place for us to start here is just sort of talk about our own sort of personal experience, since that's probably a microcosm of what some of the larger companies run into. Tell, tell me a little bit about that. I mean, it's very similar to what you see out there with other social-based collaboration platforms. Uh, very centered around the conversation and making that kind of a, a stream of activity that people can hop in and out of, um, which is a, a different metaphor than collaboration within, say, email, where it's kind of limited and you can't kind of hop in to the conversation and, and expand and contract the group very easily. Mm -hmm. So um, we found it, um, you know, user interface was, was clean. Um, you can get started quickly and then you could extend with some of the connectors to do things. And so yeah, where we started is I think where a lot of organizations start is on the, kind of the DevOps side of things to yeah. have teams kind of work together and be able to share information as they're going in a, in a virtual way. Um, so really I mean, we enjoyed it. Um, but what was interesting is we saw teams coming on board and we got on the bandwagon with teams since yeah. the, the release of it. And we kicked the tires and teams for you know, maybe a month at most. And we decided now this is, this is good enough for us to move over and, and just sunset this, the slack as a way to collaborate on, on projects. Did, and, did, um, did we have uh, to migrate any of the content over or was it just, you know, to just turn it on or we just had people migrate over and it was just leave, leave everything there. Yeah. We left it, left it on, kept it alive or could go back, but, um, we didn't, you know, continue the conversations there. Um, we didn't have a lot of content that was document binary files. Yeah. Um, that wasn't, it was more conversations, uh, was the focus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it um, it sounds like, and we were you know, as we were preparing for this, it was I think you and I were 
sort of talking about what we're finding is is there's um, different social platforms that are out there, and that's where you have sort of like the uh, the collaboration, the ad hoc collaboration that goes on within organizations, and then you have more of like the long-term document storage and CMS, more of the you know that long-term storage of information and content. And um, you know, I guess the, the looking at Slack, they have integration with different sort of CMS products, but it's and there there is some storage of documents, but it's re, it's not trying to be sort of like Jive's approach, where it's not trying to be a CMS. At all, yeah, right? yeah, it doesn't have a lot of the traditional CMS features that you would see with, um, you know, fine grained versioning and and retention policies and things like mm -hmm. that that you see in CMS systems. Um, I, I see it more for sharing a document that's not going to be the source of the truth or the master copy, let's say, mm -hmm. um, but it's something that you're sharing that adds to the conversation. And if you really need to have documents managed, you're going to connect it. You know, you use a connector, like um, for for Google Drive or or Teams or SharePoint, um, where you have the ability to keep that content somewhere else that's going to be well controlled. Mm -hmm. but it's it's all about the conversation and and allowing people to quickly chat back and forth virtually. Mm -hmm. and, um, and organize it in a very basic way, a very simple way. Mm -hmm. So I, I think Slack really um, leans on the side of simplicity and trying to keep it as simple and clean from a design standpoint that mm -hmm. I think attracts you know, the, the development groups that have an appreciation for clean design. Yep, yeah. Part of our conversation too was around you know Slack's uh, IPOing sometime soon, maybe this year. Um, and just in, in talking about, you know, looking at the history of interacting um, with Jive and with, you know, sort of companies that sort of have their lifetime and mm -hmm. um, wondering if we're going to run into people with the same types of issues that came up when we were talking to customers, even right now about, uh, about Jive, where, you know, the, some of the, the problems that come up where you have a... Um, you know, a component, your social component is from one company and your CMS or um, document storage is from another. And I think some of the things that we keep on running into, I mean, they're, they're, we were mentioning these earlier were, you know, issues with search, uh, is, issues with security, um, problems with uh, the, the age old problem of where do I store things um, and just running into some of the, you know, there's also the just the problem of uh, I think companies recognize um, if I have two um, two of the same types of products within the company that just creates some confusion about what what are we using and right. what's the right one to use. You, you see that playing out here, or um, is you see some of those things coming into play with this at all? Yeah, what I find interesting is, um, you know, as, as I look around in that space with Slack and the overlap with like Teams or Yammer, um, we're in the age of shadow IT, um, yeah. where cloud-based services without any level of administration that typically is required by enterprise on-prem kind of tools. So yeah. um, the beauty of the cloud is, is it's quick and easy, but that's a yeah. double-edged sword. It, it, it can easily fractionate your your IT infrastructure and, and, and the way that you can control and maintain 
um, the right balance of ease of use and, and engagement of the the individual in the company um, versus securing the intellectual property of your company and doing what is kind of expected at a, at, in the enterprise. Um, I, I, you do have integrations that allow you to stay, stay in both, mm-hmm. um, but that is where if you have Slack and Teams and now you put something in between to synchronize that, now yeah. you're worrying about What's the security of this? What's the implication of managing this? Um, does this have really what I need or is it gonna fall short and make it a worse experience that now it's kind of clunky and kludgy to kind of get around. And I think anytime you enter a tool that has an overlapping capability is you create confusion to where things go. Um, and that can lead to, well, where do I get it? You know, where do I find it? Where, where can I discover it? Um, and then how do I control it? You know, how do I put the, the governance around it? And mm-hmm. I have to work within the limitations of, well, this, you know, side of the equation over here in Slack, I can do this, but can't do this over in Teams or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And that just complicates your IT strategy. But I, I think a lot of it comes with, um, try to make it easy for the end user. So, yeah. um, you know, so there's going to be organizations that are going to want to have, say, Slack for the dev groups because it it does the trick for them and, and they got to, you know, work with that risk or they say, you know, that's, that's good enough for us. Um, yeah. And I think that's where you see a lot of people that are on Slack. It's kind of good enough for us. And then Slack, you know, seems to be trying to say, well, how do we, Get into the enterprise. We, you know, we see in, you know, Slack for the enterprise grid. You're, you know, trying to create a bunch of Slack communities um, in the umbrella of the enterprise, and and that's where I think you see immediately it falls short from an enterprise standpoint. Is you can't yeah. just stand up Slack. You have to go to the enterprise level, so you have the right levels of control from a security and and. Um, you know, kind of information sharing of, you know, where are my communities within the organization? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Th- I think when you and I were looking at it, it seems like it was um, definitely when we we're just looking at Slack for teams, it was, it was something for smaller organizations could really see a lot of benefit, um, uh, you know, working with it. And I think we all, we enjoyed the, the user experience and, you know, pretty easy for us to get up and running on it, which was, which was really nice. Uh, some of the other things I think we were um, looking at from our experiences, often with these things, like it's sort of like, you know, thinking about how we as a service organization can help people if they want to make the move, um, you know, from a different platform over to Office 365. It's like, where, where do they, where can we help them or where would they need the help? Um, this seems to be one of those where it's it could be more around like the change management and training, like just preparing people to, to make the move and what what needs to be communicated for those things. But you know, it, it, it opportunity wise, it, it looks like you know there there could be some very viable you know just give people enough time to get the content that they need to out of it and into the right place, and then just really set some expectations on. Um, with people about, okay, this is how you did it in, in Slack, and this is how you do it in Teams, 
and communicate and do some, you know, I would classify as a, like user training around that. Uh, but beyond that, I, I don't, you know, I'm not seeing, I'm not sure what other additional things. And if you're watching this, please leave a comment to this. If there are, are other things where you need, would see, you know, see that you would need an organization your help with, but I, I just didn't see anything more than that. You see anything, you know, what other things do you think people would need to go and do this? Well, if there's one thing that we've learned in our job migrations is that every organization has different needs as it yeah. relates to how they treat the content they have in their current platform and translate to where does it go in Office 365? You know, does it have a purpose over in Office 365? So, I mean, as it relates to how we could help organizations going from Slack to Office 365, I think some of those opportunities are really more from a consultative standpoint where we're helping organizations understand um, what is the communication that's required, the training, kind of the change management of you're moving people's cheese yeah. from one platform. And, you know, some of that might not come down to moving content as much as we used to collaborate this way. How does that translate to the new world? And if we do have information that comes along with that, what's the most methodical way to approach that and assess what comes over migration opportunities? It's about how do you use that as an opportunity to do spring cleaning? You know, if you look at yeah. moving to a, a new house, it's a big event, it's a costly event. Um, you can benefit from it if there's some planning and I don't need to move this table or this piece of furniture from one house to the other, because it's not going to be in this new house. Um, if you don't think about it, you move it over, and then you're worried about how do I sell this? How do I get it out of the house? Versus getting rid of it in the first yeah. place. So yeah. I think that's you know a discipline that we've got you know well honed as an organization to help people go through that process. And then whatever comes over, we've got the technical skills. There might be some lacking and some tooling, but a lot of it's going to be more document centric. Yeah. Um, and because there's not a lot of heavy features that are going to be relative to what you would want to move over in Office 365. Really, it's going to be the document content and how do you get that translated and put in the right place. And as we're doing that, I mean, the key thing is, is understand what is that structure in your future state? What is your digital workplace look like? Yeah. And where do you collaborate around what types of information? So we're not moving it and just to, you know, the same structure that you had over in Slack. We're actually moving it to the structure that is the right structure for you long term. Gotcha. I think that's a, a key element uh, uh, of having an organization that is through the process of into the Office 365 platform. It's moving it to the right place and putting the right design to make sure you're going to get the most value out of that content after it's moved. Cool. Excellent. I think that's a great point. I think the, yeah, the big thing for us is going to be designing that digital workplace in Office 365. And I have a feeling some of these might be, some of these efforts might take multiple, Slack might be just one of the different products that folks are using this combined with other products. And then designing what does this look like? What are where are we where's this going to? And how do we make sure that we're 
um, designing Office 365 and have everything set up there properly for the organization. I think that's really important. So, well, thanks, Tom. I appreciate your time doing this. And uh, it was a good conversation today. And folks, everybody for listening, definitely leave a comment if you're looking into doing this or if you want to talk about doing this, please go to threewheel.com and you can go through the contact us page and we'll follow up with you there. And uh, thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the Work Together Better podcast. We're available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you're looking for a partner to help you craft a modern digital workplace on the Microsoft Cloud, please come by and see us at threewill.com. That's the number three spelled out, W-I-L-L.com. Thank you and have a great day.